Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a Sunday sermon. This week, we are blessed with the presence of the Spirit of John the Baptist. Now, John is also going to be with us tonight on our Channeling History Show, because we're going to be doing a series tonight on what it was like to know Jesus. So he'll be with us tonight. Mary Magdalene's going to be there. John is going to speak to us, and Peter. So we'll have four Holy Spirits that'll tell us what it was like to know our Lord. So I know John is ready. So <clears throat> let's begin. Good morning, everyone. Yes, I truly knew what it was like to know our Lord. I knew him when he was a family man. I knew him when he started his ministries. You see, I was sent to prepare people for the Messiah. The Jewish people thought that the Messiah would come someday. And he did. He came to them. I was blessed to be there at the very, very beginning of his ministries. I baptized him. And when I did, I set loose the energies of God within him. You see, Jesus wanted to begin his ministries like an ordinary person. He wanted to be cleansed of the life that he had lived for 28 years. Think about that. Jesus lived a normal life for 28 years. And then in three years, he conducts a ministry that changes the world forever. Billions upon billions of people have listened to his words and have followed his preachings. Now, there's still much evil in the world, that's true. But think of what the world would be like today if Jesus never walked the earth. It would be very different. There'd be no Christianity. Now, there would be probably other churches, and I'm sure God would have done other things. But if our Lord had not walked the earth and had not preached those ministries for three years, just think how different it would be. I was incredibly blessed. I've served God many, many times through the ages. He sent me back to prepare the world for Jesus. I tried. I told the Jewish people that a Messiah would be coming. I did this 400 years before our Lord actually decided to come back and walk the earth. During those 400 years, the Jewish people, well, they didn't always do what they needed to do. They were taken to the land where they could prosper, and they were given leaders. Some of those leaders did not lead them properly. But you see that today in the modern churches. <clears throat> modern religions have many people that don't lead those people properly. I guess that's the way of man. But what I want you to think about is the fact that it was only later in his life that our Lord decided 
to do his ministries. You see, all of you out there can choose to start a new way of life. All of you can choose a new beginning. Our Lord chose a new beginning to do a new beginning through having me baptize him. It's very simple for all of you. You don't have to be baptized to start over. It helps. It helps cleanse. But all you have to do is make up your mind. All you have to do is decide that you're going to dedicate the rest of your life to helping other people. You'll be much happier. Many of you sit around and you say, oh, what can I do? Well, it's very simple. Pick up a telephone. Call a person that you know is very lonely. Talk to them and just simply tell them that you were thinking about them, that they haven't been forgotten. Nobody wants to be forgotten. Nobody wants to be by themselves and lonely, but it happens. Husbands lose wives, wives lose husbands. Sadly, even parents lose children. That's all an incredible grief that is almost indescribable. Grief is a test that all people must pass. Grief is a, a terrible, terrible thing. It's probably the hardest emotion for humans to overcome. It leads to a depression. Christians are entering the time of where they celebrate the birth of Jesus. Many people, especially people that are alone, are very, very sad and grieving at this time. This is a time of year where suicide increases because people just simply decide they can't take their life anymore. Don't ever consider suicide. That's cutting your life plan short. It's cutting the time that you need to learn lessons. If you know someone that's very lonely, call them up and try to cheer them up. Tell them that they have to focus on the good things in their life. If a husband's lost a wife, tell him to simply focus on all the good years that he had with her. Those years were a blessing. Do not focus on the fact that she has left him because she hasn't really left him. You see, spirits remain very close and they watch. A spirit on the other side will watch how a husband is grieving. That will make the woman very, very uncomfortable and unhappy, even though she is in heaven. You see, souls that have deceased have just simply passed into another dimension, the dimension of heaven, paradise, however you want to refer to it. But they're still very close. That soul energy could be standing right in behind you, and you may not even know it. That soul energy will watch how you spend the rest of your life. Now, a sore point, a woman that had decides to have an abortion and cuts the life short of the baby in the womb. That baby in the womb 
as a soul. And when that woman returns to heaven, that soul is going to greet her. So prepare yourself if you're deciding to have an abortion. Because it's not an instantaneous thing. It will emotionally bother you through your life that you cut a life short. Because you'll, you'll never know what that baby's life plan was. You may have killed the next president of the United States. You don't know. But what you do know, and I can guarantee you, is that you'll meet that soul on the other side. So prepare yourself for it. Let me get back to starting over, to starting fresh. Our Lord started over. He left a family. He left many people so that he could bring his messages that would change the world. I had been trying to prepare the Jewish people for his coming. I had some people that were following me and were helping to try to prepare the foundation for the ministries of our Lord. Some of those people decided that they would follow Jesus and continue. I tried to do my best. I continued to speak the words that I knew of him. Many people decided to follow Jesus. He was incredible. His personality was something I cannot describe. When you looked in his eyes, you knew you were looking into the soul of God. He was always friendly. He was always trying to help. He was always looking to heal, to help others. You see, in those days, there was no social media, radio, television. You had to speak face-to-face -face with your audience, with the people that wanted to hear your messages. When crowds of people would flock to hear what he had to say, he would take great pride in it. He would tell them that if you lead a good life, you will join me in heaven. Pretty simple. But the big if was leading the good life. Today, many people have the opportunity to live great lives. You have freedom of choice in most countries. There's still some terrible countries out there that are to total, to total that totally will tell the people what they need to do and control their lives. There will be a time that those governments fail because as civilizations grow, they, they come to understand that freedom is something that is a good thing. Totalitarian countries try to destroy the concept of God. That doesn't work for long. Many people succumb to the fact that they're told God doesn't exist, but he does. The fact that I'm speaking to you today is proof that God exists because it's a miracle. I am on the other side of the life veil. 
I served Jesus 2,000 years ago, and I am here talking to you today. I'm trying to convince you to begin a new life as Jesus did. It is never too late to change. It is never too late to help others. It's never too late to speak the words of God. Many of you fear being ridiculed when you tell non-believers that you believe in God, they make fun of you. You should have been present to see what they did to our Lord. They threw stones at him. They spit upon him. They swore upon him. They did all of the things to discourage him, but he would not allow himself to be discouraged. He stood strong. And because he stood strong, all of you now have the opportunity to know his teachings. The holiday season is a great time to contemplate your relationship with God. Christmas has the word Christ in it. Now, you would never know that for the way some people celebrate it. They think that it's a buying opportunity, a time to look at the pretty lights. It is hard for me to understand how people that don't believe in God can celebrate Christmas. Think of the hypocrisy of that. They'll try to change it and say season's greetings. Well, it's not the season's. It's Christmas. It's a time for you to be with your family, to be happy, and to contemplate on how you are going to better serve God. God is all-forgiving, but he needs for you to have this foundation of faith where you know that he exists. I, I was so blessed. Can you imagine that God chose me to start the ministries of our Lord? I cannot tell you how overwhelming that still is for me today as I think of it. I must do all that I can to serve God. I must speak of him when I have the opportunity. I must try to influence people from this side. It's very difficult. That's why I take advantage of speaking through Barry whenever I can. Most people cannot hear me speak, but everyone can understand what I have done in the past. There are plenty of writings that speak of my contribution. Barry speaks of me in his books. My story is very unique. I will be with him again tonight on his radio show. And I will try to describe the joy of knowing Jesus. I can never put it into words. I try, I try very hard. But there's no way that you will ever stand, ever understand 
the joy that I felt when I walked with him. You can understand some of the same joy by believing in him, by understanding him, and by trying to lead others to him. It's time for a new beginning. Don't look back. Only look forward. You see, there's always a future. The past is done. Walk away from it. Simply know that the love of God is an incomparable emotion. When you truly love him, you will know happiness beyond your greatest expectation. So thank you. Thank you for listening to me this morning. Maybe you'll check in with us tonight. Who knows? God is here. He's blessing all of you that are listening. So goodbye. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you all. John's a wonderful spirit. And he will be with us tonight on Channeling History. And I'll put it up on Facebook when we're done. So thank you so much for listening. Prepare for the Christmas holidays. Don't take Christ out of it. Won't be Christmas without it. So goodbye. Thank you for listening. And we will return again next week. Mm-hmm.